It's Thursday, February 22nd, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. A global law enforcement success, the LockBear ransomware group dismantled. ConnectWise takes drastic measures amidst a Screen Connect security breach. Introducing Gemini for Workspace, Google's answer to AI-enhanced business applications, and Apple's PQ3 initiative, a proactive move against quantum computing threats. This is the business of tech. This episode sponsored by Skykick, new sponsor for MSP Radio. Skykick has been helping over 30,000 MSPs for the past 10 years be more successful in the cloud, migrating, protecting, securing, and managing their Microsoft 365 customers. A highlight in their offerings is their Microsoft 365 data protection solution, Cloud Backup. They've recently enhanced it with a new feature called Smart Insights. This feature delivers visual insights, empowering partners to engage more efficiently with customers on Microsoft 365 data protection. And MSP Radio listeners get a special offer. Get a free 2M365 email migration for a customer when you bundle it with backup. Visit skykick.com slash MSP Radio to learn details. Well, there's good news and bad news on the security front. Let's start with the good news. An international coalition of law enforcement agencies has taken down the LockBit ransomware group seizing their servers and arresting individuals in Poland and Ukraine. The group, responsible for over $120 million in ransomware payments, had been operating since 2019. Officials have released decryption keys to help victims recover their data, and more than 200 cryptocurrency accounts linked to the group have been frozen. While some experts warn that Lockbit could resurface under a different name, the takedown is seen as a significant victory in disrupting their operations. The UK's National Crime Agency led the operation, and it included the FBI. The operation targeted LockBit, known as the world's most harmful cybercrime group, and is known for their double extortion tactic, affecting over 2,500 victims worldwide. The DOJ unsealed indictments against two Russian men alleged to be active members of LockBit. The government says Russian national Artur Sungutov used LockBit ransomware against victims in manufacturing, logistics, insurance, and other companies throughout the United States. Ivan Gervanovich Gontryov, a.k.a. Bastard Lord, allegedly deployed LockBit against targets in the United States, Singapore, Taiwan, and Lebanon. Gontryov is also charged with three criminal counts arising from his alleged use of the Sodninkibi, a.k.a. our evil ransomware variant, to encrypt data, exfiltrate victim information, and extort a ransom payment from a corporate victim based in Alameda County, California. With the indictments of the two, five LockBit affiliates have now been officially charged. And it's not the only executive move. The White House has issued an executive order to enhance cybersecurity in maritime ports, requiring stronger cyber defenses and expanding the authorities of the U.S. Coast Guard. The order aims to improve port security, invest $20 billion in port infrastructure, and phase out Chinese-built infrastructure by purchasing trusted cranes. This action follows concerns about China-linked hacking groups infiltrating American critical infrastructure. Their maritime transportation system, which accounts for over $5.4 trillion of economic activity, is vital to national security and economic prosperity. Why do we care? A huge win for law enforcement. I'm naming names because these aren't anonymous bots 
they're criminals. It also sends a message to potential cyber criminals about the international legal consequences of crime. Want to push back on ransomware? Collaborate with law enforcement. Now, some news that's not so good. I mentioned the ConnectWise Screen Connect patch on Tuesday's show. ConnectWise has now confirmed that hackers are actively exploiting the flaw. Let me quote from TechCrunch. Quote, Cybersecurity company Huntress on Wednesday published an analysis of the actively exploited ConnectWise vulnerability. Huntress security researcher John Hammond told TechCrunch that Huntress is aware of, quote, current and active exploitation and is seeing early signs of threat actors and moving on to, quote, more focused post-exploitation and persistence mechanisms, end quote. Huntress CEO Kyle Hasloven added that Huntress's own customer telemetry shows visibility into more than 1,600 vulnerable servers. Quote, I can't sugarcoat it. This shit is bad. We're talking upwards of 10,000 servers that control hundreds of thousands of endpoints, and Slovin told TechCrunch, noting that upwards of 8,800 ConnectWise servers remain vulnerable to exploitation. End quote. Peter Kajowski of the Shadow Server Foundation advises checking for signs of compromise and patching as the majority of vulnerable Screen Connect instances at 93% are still unpatched, noted that there were roughly 3,800 installations. And updated yesterday, as part of the release of the security patch, ConnectWise has removed license restrictions so partners no longer under maintenance can upgrade to the latest version of Screen Connect. On LinkedIn, ConnectWise CISO posted, quote, ConnectWise has taken steps to suspend non-patched versions of Screen Connect pending on-prem partners upgrading to the latest version, end quote. Why do we care? Those stats are from Tuesday. That's a wide swath of customers. This particular issue spread quite far in the news ecosystem, and I wanted to highlight that. ConnectWise took quite a step to suspend earlier versions. I'm in favor of vendors taking aggressive action on security vulnerabilities, forcing customer action. This isn't entirely altruistic. They have a responsibility for the software they create. It can be both the right thing to do and the only thing to do. Google has launched Gemini for Workspace, a business-centric offering that brings the power of Gemini Ultra 1.0 to Workspace apps. Gemini for Workspace offers advanced AI capabilities, including improved features in Docs, Sheets, and Slides. It also includes a standalone Gemini chatbot experience and enterprise-grade data protections. The pricing for Gemini for Workspace starts at $20 per user per month for the business add-on and $30 per user per month for the enterprise tier, providing better pricing compared to Microsoft's Copilot from Microsoft 365. Google has also released Gemma 2B and 7B, open-source AI models that are smaller and more lightweight than its flagship Gemini model. Gemma models are suitable for tasks like chatbots or summarizations and can be run directly on a developer's laptop or desktop computer. By making Gemma open source, Google aims to allow more people to experiment with its AI and compete with other companies that offer better access. Gemma comes with responsible AI toolkits and can be used for English language related tasks. Developers can use Gemma for free in Kaggle and researchers can apply for cloud credits. Why do we care? Google and Microsoft are going after this market hard. Note the two-part strategy Google is employing, paid version for advanced features, 
an open source version to allow developers to expand its capabilities and build on their technology. Apple is upgrading iMessage's security layer to post-quantum cryptography in preparation for the potential threat of quantum computers breaking current encryption standards. The new protocol, called PQ3, combines elliptic curve cryptography with post-quantum cryptography. Apple plans to refresh session keys for prior conversations and apply the PQ3 standard to all new iMessage conversations. This move comes as lawmakers consider online safety rules that would undermine encryption on messaging services. Why do we care? Finding quantum computing security risks also wasn't on my 2024 bingo card, but it's a savvy strategic choice. Apple's adoption of PQ3 could serve as a catalyst for other technology companies to prioritize upgrading their encryption methods to quantum-resistant standards. IT service providers should begin exploring post-quantum cryptography solutions for their services and advise clients on the importance of adopting quantum-resistant encryption technologies to protect sensitive information and communications. Those who do now and are being deliberate will reap the benefits later. I know your to-do list is endless, but put this one on it and push your vendors to do the same. With as many breaches and security concerns as I report in this show, it should be obvious that cybersecurity is not just about technology, but also the human expertise needed to interpret and respond to complex threats. Huntress is focused on elevating SMBs and MSPs around the world. Huntress has a suite of fully managed cybersecurity solutions powered by a 24x7 human-led SOC dedicated to continuous monitoring, expert investigation, and rapid response. And the proof is the execution. Huntress is the number one rated EDR for SMBs on G2. Want to know more about the platform? Visit Huntress.com slash MSP Radio to learn more. Thanks for listening. It's National Chili Day and National Margarita Day, and I'm going to make those work together. Have a question you want answered? We are taking listener questions. Send them, ideally as a voice memo or video, to question at mspradio.com. I answer listener questions live each week on our Wednesday live show on YouTube and LinkedIn at 3 p.m. Eastern. If you got a comment or a thought, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.